Hey everyone, this is Coach Tall Guy coming at you with another episode of Coach Talk. Uh, thanks for tuning in today. From you know, if you're here in Colorado, thank you. If you're from around the country, appreciate you stopping by. Uh, feel free to subscribe to this podcast. Also, feel free to check out my YouTube channel, Coach Tall Guy Thirty Two. A lot of information on there. Today's topic is that post-game evaluation, which is super important for a coach, whether you're a recreational coach or a competitive coach. Um, It's always good practice to take a step back after your game and jot down some little notes on things that the team did really well, some areas for improvement, so that way it can kind of guide you as you go into your practices and, more importantly, just as you go through the soccer season. I know here at my soccer club in Arvada, we had all of our recreational kids uh, playing soccer this past weekend. Um, we have some some awesome kids out there and some great volunteer coaches. We have a lot of great competitive coaches as well. And I know for me, uh, my experience of coaching every single level of play, uh, I love the post game analysis piece. As a coach, for me, I just I kind of geek out on some of that stuff. I like to kind of make notes to myself at, you know, how I think the team played in the game, where did we uh, have a lot of success, where did we struggle. And uh, there's games, you know, that sometimes I'll be a coach and, you know, we've won some, we've lost some, sometimes we've won big, sometimes we've lost big, but that that post-game analysis really helps um, me direct where I want to put my effort going into practice gives me a better idea of where maybe I thought our team was and where we're not. Um, So it really paints a picture for me, which is super helpful as I go into training. So some of the things I love to do as a coach, and it's important to do, is I always start with the positive. Um, Whether we won or lost, I want to make sure that I make some mental notes to myself. Sometimes I'll jot it down on paper of like, hey, you know, we did this really well, and that should be honored, that should be applauded. I want to let the players know that, they did something really good. And that's always important for players because they love positive feedback. They want to know that they had some success. And, you know, every time, sometimes I'll like, I might single out some individual kids who did something real great or, you know, just keep it pretty simple and, and say, hey, you know, as a team, I love the way we stayed in our shape. You know, that's kind of a general thing. But again, it's a nice positive feedback. It's, uh, gets us off on the right foot as we go into training. And then there's the really important piece, uh, you know, where were you making some mistakes? And I think this is hard for uh, kind of newer coaches is they get a little frustrated because um, there are probably a lot of mistakes made in the game. Um, there's a lot of areas for improvement. And then they're jotting down just too many things from the game. And then all of a sudden they go into their week of practice, they go into the season and they're a little overwhelmed and they don't actually know what to really target and where to focus their efforts that are going to help their team have the most success going forward. So what I'm getting at coaches is again, don't overwhelm yourself, overwhelm yourself. Just make sure you're putting down a few things that you really feel like are going to make a big difference for your team going forward. And for a lot of you guys, it was just your first game. So you can There's going to be a lot there to unpack, Um, so try to keep it pretty simple. And as an example for this is I know um, every year I get some teams that, you know, they either blow somebody out or maybe they got blown out. Um, There's things to learn from both situations. And more often than not, the team that if they've been blown out, it's usually because 
They have a lot of newer kids to the sport. They've never really played it. And for these young teams in particular, uh, it's hard for those kids if they haven't played a lot, they haven't seen a lot of soccer. They don't understand the positioning very well, which is super hard in general. And it's even harder for these so-called newbie kids as they come in. And as a coach, uh, it might have just the game might have got away from you a little bit. Um, and then all of a sudden it got kind of steamrolled. And again, I want to say if, if that happened to you as a coach, you're probably going to want to focus on that defensive side of the ball, that positioning piece in particular. Uh, you're going to want to dive into like things like first, second and third defender. And the real big reasons are usually there's no pressure on the ball. So they don't understand that concept of immediate pressure, stopping the ball, just delaying it, getting in front of the ball. Usually like in 7v7 soccer, there's big massive gaps between your midfield line and your defensive line and kids kind of chase the ball. So then there's all of a sudden six kids going to a ball that might be wide and then there's a huge area of the field that's wide open and ball gets hit through and there's just no defensive pressure there. So you're going to have to kind of really address in particular that that first defender immediate pressure on the ball stopping the ball getting somebody in front of the ball and then if you're like coaching those u9s u10s really getting into that second defender the the cover piece because most teams are playing with two in the back so you want to have that cover and i mean i could talk a lot about third defender but i think if you hit those again we want to just kind of focus on a couple things uh those would be good topics to address throughout the whole entire season and then you're going to want to kind of talk about that transition piece. Usually what I see is midfield loses the ball and they just don't understand that they have to get back and defend as well. They think that the defenders just sort of stay back there. They defend and they don't have to do anything. And we we definitely want to address that transitional piece because defense is mostly about just effort and organization. And those are things that I feel like as coaches, it once you get that down, you'll you'll have a lot more success. You may not score that many goals, but the reality is now your team's staying in the game. They're happy that they're in the game and they're they're just ready to go. So think about those things. Uh, maybe for your team, it was uh, uh, some technical things. So you did your post game analysis, and it's like, man, we created a lot of opportunities, but. Um, you know, we're just, we're not getting any power on our shots. We had a lot of shots, but the girls or the boys couldn't get a lot of power on their shots. So for you, that post-game analysis is going to direct your practice going forward. And you can dive into some real um, striking technique, how to get some power on the ball. For a lot of those kids at the young ages, you know, they're not getting power on the ball because it's just a couple breakdowns technically for them. Um, particularly, they're just straight behind the ball. They're not really using their hips. They're not locking their ankle. Those type of things. But to kind of sum it up, as a coach, you should always take a moment to make some mental notes or jot some things down on paper about how the team did after that game. So that way you can kind of, again, focus your efforts going into training to fix some of those things that are going to really help improve your team are going to allow you to have a little bit more success. And it's not going to happen overnight. If you got blown out, like in a game, the reality is you may only have one or two practices for an hour. And it's going to take more than that for the kids to really get an idea of what to do, but you got to start somewhere. So start with that and then move forward. So yeah, um, one of the little other little tips I'll give you is for me, I like to have um, 
just some little notebook too that even like during the game I might just jot down a couple notes um, because it was in the flow of the game like gosh you know we really need to kind of work on that and I'll just make a little note during the game so that way I have it in case I forget after the game uh, you know and as you get older and you're playing more advanced teams this the technology's got so amazing that you know if you have somebody who filmed the game nothing wrong obviously then going back and checking the game out and you know when you see it uh through a camera afterwards it can be pretty helpful because you you kind of like detached emotionally so you can really see the game through very uh clear eyes so to speak but yeah so uh you know at the end of the day you guys thank you so much all you coaches out there um take a little bit of time um before you go into practice this week make some notes and hopefully that guides your practices going forward uh, this is Coach Tall Guy out.